Hi, my name is Mario Guerra and I am the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey and I'm here with my co-host Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're here listening, watching, talking Downey with Mario and Eric. So welcome back, folks. And there, it's it's. Um, we try to recap these shows like a couple days after a council meeting to big uh, current events and let everyone know what's going on. And how are you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. You know, as of recording of this, we're three weeks away from election day. Yeah. And I I don't know about you, but I can't wait till the <laughs> election is over. Um, I, I get you know I I like election season. But I can't wait till it's over. The yeah. commercials, all the, yeah. the the politics of it, I just can't wait till it's over. Yeah. Because by now, if you haven't made up your mind, mm -hmm. you know, on which way to go, it's like, okay. how do you not know how you're going to go? Yeah, especially on these TV commercials. They're, mm -hmm. you know, the, the 27 and 26, it's, you know, the poor Indian tribes competing against each other and all uh -huh. these things. And some of the, the stuff they're, they're saying is just not true. It, it, it seems like every election we have some sort of proposition that's going to end homelessness, yeah. you know, fun, yeah. you know, a, a final end to homelessness. It never happened. Yeah. We're just, yeah. it just, you know, it gets on my nerves. It, Eric, there's some of the LA County ones, especially, and some of these other bonds, they say the same thing every time. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I mean, and it's so we knew we passed one a couple years ago, right? Mm -hmm. In LA County. Oh, it's going to end it. Right. Yeah, this is yeah, big time money. Everybody's going to pay for this, but this is going to happen. And then we find out there's barely any of them that have been built, and the ones that have been built are seven hundred thousand dollars per unit. Yeah. It's like, come on. And you know what? People, I still think people are very generous, yeah. and people want to end homelessness. People are of tired of people of seeing people on the streets. We have empathy. We want to solve it, but we're just throwing money at it, and I don't. There's it's no being solution. mismanaged. It doesn't yeah. make any kind of sense. Yeah. Eric, you and I, uh, we're here in downtown Downey. We're part of this. Uh, community and downtown improvement association and so forth. Eric, there's this homeless man that's there outside. He was just there this morning. He's there every single day. Goes sits over there in the mayor's corner. And there, everybody you know walks by or gets away. And the families. On it's disruptive. Now we're human beings, you and I, and and we care. Obviously, he's got some mental issues, uh, and there's a lot of other issues. What do we do about that? Because every business has complained to me. Okay, I mean, you, we, you know, we can't just kick them out, mm -hmm. and you know, I don't have any authority, but it's just it's disrupting a lot of other people's business and people wanting to come into downtown because he's front and center, but yet so you've got the human part and then you have the common sense part. Mm -hmm. What do we do about that? I don't know the answer. Yeah, I think we're we're, we're grappling yeah. just like every other city. Yeah, I, I don't know. The and answer. that's just one. Mm -hmm. That's literally just yeah. one. Now, if he put up a tent. You know, then you can have a, an ordinance thing or something, right? Right. But it's just him there every day. And he, the police have come out several times. I, yeah, you know, and this is one of the issues that came up at the candidates forum a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. And I didn't want you. I, I didn't want to talk about that with you, uh, Mario, because you know we hosted the the city council candidates forum at the Barbarati Center. It was a great turnout, by yeah. the way. A lot <laughs> of people. We filled the room. 
uh, thank you for, for watching. I know that the live stream audio was kind of bad, right. uh, but we do have, uh, we recorded it. It's right now on the Talking Downey YouTube page. Right. So if you want to check it out, check it out. Um, right. What is it? What was it like about an hour and a half yeah. around yeah. there? But yeah. you can fast forward to see the candidates when they're speaking on there. Yeah. You know, and especially the close-ups of you and me. You know, those are worth watching an hour and a half for it. Sure, sure. No, but you know, so I, I, I <laughs> want to get your take on, on, on what happened. We had a I went back and I watched it because, you know, when we're moderating it, I wasn't really yeah. listening so much for their answers. I was too focused on the time restraints and, you know, the, the, the back and forth. Um, what were your thoughts on the forum overall, generally speaking? Well, first of all, I'm so glad we did it. And we want to thank the Downey Chamber of Commerce and uh, Jennifer Decay and the Downey Patriot for co-sponsoring along with Talking Downey. We need to continue to do this. Um, the future because the one thing is I think the residents got to see mm -hmm. there's a big difference in everybody's answers mm -hmm. and there's a big difference in who they are mm -hmm. even if some of them came across okay mm -hmm. you know um, but the best part is there's clear-cut choices mm -hmm. and then there's not you know um, we asked them all kinds of questions we got them on the record we wanted to find out you know the big issues and topics and it's not really a big issue here, but that's the piece some people are trying to make it about rent control and mm -hmm. the Ojos locals and mm -hmm. all these other things. So we got some definitive answers. I think you and I did as good as we could to get them, is that a yes or no afterward? Right. Right. But we asked them their positions, what makes them the best. I have the list here. Uh, I was able to ask on there, I know you weren't quite sure about the being arrested part, mm -hmm. but I asked them if they've been arrested uh, in or convicted of a misdemeanor or a felony. Uh, and one of the candidates was very honest that he had a DUI in his past and he explained it away in his youth. Right. And I think that's what you, you know, that's what you want. Yeah. What we want is, uh, you know, obviously being arrested doesn't automatically disqualify you right. from running for office. But what we're seeing is people want to be aware right. of, of your history and people right. have a right to know. Right. And we asked then, we asked specific questions. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you want to go some of the tough questions? Yeah, the tough questions. Sure. The ones that were directed. And Eric and I talked about these questions before and we were very comfortable about it. So, so uh, to Anthony Felix, we asked him in a social media post, he claimed that he was physically assaulted while campaigning and had guns brandished at him. And the question was, why did you not report these to the Downey police? So he, in his answer, he said that they were not brandished at him. I guess they were just, you know, I guess holding the, holding the weapons. Um, and so that's the reason why he didn't call. But, you know, if that's the, the case. physical assault? Right. Part, you know, yeah. I, I thought his, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if that's the case, his social media post was misleading because he made it sound like he was really physically attacked. Yeah. And, he, and he was threatened with two times with, with weapons. Yeah. I was skeptical from the start, and I think a lot of people were. Of course, this is a little bit of, you know, feel, and it, feel sorry for me kind of thing, and I was like, I don't know, I don't think I had a good answer. Yeah. Um, then for Art Martoya, he was asked, uh, you voted for the controversial Ojos Locos on Firestone Boulevard. Do you believe Downey should have decency standards for new restaurants opening up the business? Right. So, and, and, and you know, his answer was, you know, he, he voted on it based on the city's guidelines at the time. And he felt that he couldn't vote just because he doesn't want that type of restaurant in Downey. He voted based on the the mic on, on the live music permits and that kind of thing. Right, that was, right, that was right. His so, and then, and then he was asked that the he was a commissioner by Catherine Alvarez. He was mm -hmm. a planning commissioner, and now he's a public works commissioner there. Mm -hmm. You know, is there? Do you have any uh, 
regrets or you know trepidations by about being associated with her. And his answer uh, was it was very good. Yeah. I thought he gave a really good answer. Art's answer was you know he was um, approved twice by the entire city council five zero, and I thought that was a very smart answer. What it, you think? It, it was a very smart answer, and a little bit tweaky on 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 what it is. What happens is because I have experience with that. So each council person uh, makes recommend, or excuse me, appoints somebody. Then it has to go on the consent agenda right. for the rest of the council. Now, unless there's something bad on that person, which on one of them earlier for uh, for Miss Alvarez there mm -hmm. was, I guess, mm -hmm. pornographic executive and so right. forth. So unless there's something bad on there, the council votes unanimously on there right. because you know I don't want you voting against my guys or my ladies, you know, my right. commissioner's lady. Uh, future, so that's kind of so. But that was a really smart answer in his part. It's factually correct, but it was still appointed by her. So good for sure, him. You know, sure. that was a that was a political answer. Uh, you know, Art and Hector um, went back and forth a little bit. You know, it wasn't meant to be a debate, but it was, I think, a healthy debate. I actually kind of kind of enjoyed it. How did Hector come across to you? Uh, Hector, you know, Hector know, knew the answers to things. Uh, he, you know, he's been a local guy. I think him and Art came across as knowing the community. Uh, Mr. Felix didn't. He's mm -hmm. only lived in the district for a little while. Uh, so Hector has the most, uh, you know, local support, you know, mm -hmm. of the establishment, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, mm -hmm. you know, from his position in gangs out of Downey, he's got the police and so forth. But I think it was interesting. Yeah. I think Hector uh, threw up a good jab, uh, a good one back. You know, the whole locals thing, you yeah. know, there's a Mr. Ortiz in the audience, one of the other commissioners that voted against it. Yeah. So you can always, you know, for me, you know, one of my rules when I was uh, an elected official, I was like, don't ask me to vote on something and tell me I have to vote one way or the other. Right. If I'm voting on it, I'm voting what I think is right or wrong. Sure. So somebody else did, and whether it was just on that mm -hmm. technicality. But I thought I thought he did good. I think they both came across. I agree. You know, very likable and, and smart. I agree. I think it's going to be the most competitive race. It's going to be between Hector and Art. Yeah. Um, I think the other district is. You know, we'll talk about it. That one's a little bit more of a clear cut choice. Right. Uh, but but Hector and Art, it's, it's going to be interesting. You're you're, you're spot on. I yeah. think you, you have Hector who's supported heavily by a lot of Downey people. Uh, he's raising a lot of money, where Art is definitely the underdog. He's not raising nearly enough money, uh, or as much money. He's not, he doesn't have the endorsements, but he's hustling, he's working hard, and you have two clear, clearly different candidates running for office. Right, right, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So let's go to the other side, mm -hmm. okay, to the other part of the stage. So you have uh, Councilwoman Claudia Fermetta, uh, you have a newcomer, Joaquin Beltran, that ran for Congress right. uh, in the June primary. And then you have uh, Juan Martinez, he goes by Juan Joey Martinez. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been one of, go ahead, what are your thoughts? So, you know, I, I thought, you know, I, I felt like Joaquin uh, Beltran, I think he has very good intentions. Um, I think he has, um, he seems like a very likable person. But I don't think he has a firm grasp on the local issues. That that was my that was my takeaway from from watching the. the they, forum. they came across, and his answers were big. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like he should be running for Congress or, or or U.S. senator. 
uh, and so forth. Because some of the things here, some of the things he said, well, we can't do that here. Right. He wants to tax the big corporations mm -hmm. and give that money for the poor. Mm -hmm. That's great. But now you're a Downey City yeah. Council person. You could be five zero to count to you know tax Apple and Google and whatever. It doesn't mean anything. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no That's what I'm saying. There's no. Right. So I think I think his um, he's politically immature. Right. You know, but you're right. I think he's a likable gentleman. Mm -hmm. He's. It's interesting is he's the only one that he wore masks the whole time, wouldn't take it off, and that's his choice, obviously. Uh, but he did a couple misleading statements. He said that there's lines out the door in L.A. County hospitals right now mm -hmm. with people with because COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that isn't true today. You know, there may be at some, you know, ERs, but it's not because of COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got Claudia Fermenta that's in the business on the Kaiser Hospital, and it just it just was a sure. little bit exaggeration and then the one part that he also brought up he says i wear a mask because i'm a leader mm -hmm. you know he's the only person in the room that is wearing a mask but yeah. it's okay i don't i don't want to put him down with that but i think his answer for wearing a mask was a little bit different you right. know so right. but you know yeah uh juan martinez i think he has a better grasp of, of local issues you know i, I think he would I, I think the problem with him is that he comes across very uh very angry and, and upset and I think and that's that's maybe he is but I, I think it, it's hard to get on, on board with what he's saying because you know honestly because of his conduct I don't I don't trust him mm -hmm. and so he makes a lot of allegations but he doesn't he I haven't seen any of this evidence to back up what he's mm -hmm. saying right. he comes you know he's he's a protester uh, he's at every city council meeting he uses uh, obscene language uh, he's not somebody that I think uh, that I would take seriously. Take seriously. I, I asked him that question. Okay, you know, with your conduct and your foul language at city council meetings and so forth, do you think you're a good example to their youth in the city and so forth? And and his answer was pretty much, well, when there's all these cover-ups and things going on, you have to get angry or whatever. Well. Right. You know, you and I, I've gotten angry. You don't use the F word to the mayor and all these terrible things when there's kids present. And, but that's part of the regular language. So that's just embarrassing. Right. Number two, his claims that there's, there are waters tainted. It's not tainted, and we all know that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Coca-Cola buys our water still today, 5% of the city. So it's not tainted. It's That's not been debunked. Already. It's been debunked a hundred times, but he still brought it up there. Mm -hmm. But he's fighting for the champion of that. And he brought up, you know, Gilbert Levis, our city manager, and, and he needed to go, and he's corrupt in this, and then he's one of the best leaders I've ever had, you know, and one of the most honest guys. So all these things, you take away your credibility. Yeah. So I think people there saw that. Right. And then when you're outside a council people's home protesting with a beggarhorn, you know, how does that make you a good council person? I, I think generally people, you, you know, in my experience, people tend to be loud when they lack substance in what they're saying. Yeah. Like if you have real substance and if you if you have evidence of corruption, like yeah. you're saying, you don't need to be shouting on the corner. You don't yeah. need a bullhorn. You just present it, you know, and, and people will judge it based on what it is. Yeah. I don't think there's any substance there. Yeah. And so yeah. he needs to shout. Well, and then when we talked about, we asked everybody about rent control because that's one thing Ms. Alvarez brings up. And, you know, the answer, I mean, we brought it up. It's like, listen, Downey has rent control. It's 5%. Right. So anything to change it is, you know, you're really willing to change it for 3%. Right. Is that going to make a difference? And and the majority of people uh, um, said that 
no, that's not it, that you need to build more affordable housing right. and, and so forth. You know, Mr. Felix's thing is that he's going to get, you know, grants for this. And, well, there's a magical grant someplace yeah. out there. That I did about. notice about Juan, one final note on him. I noticed that he was on his phone a lot uh, during, yeah. during the forum. Yeah. I don't know if it was texting or it looked like he was texting. I don't know. Yeah. But he, he looked distracted. Yeah, yeah. So, and how about Claudia Fermento? So, you know, Claudia, obviously, she, she's the incumbent, been there for four years, so she has a really firm grasp of, of what's happening in the city of Downey. Um, she she tried i'll say she did try to keep gilbert Levis, our old city manager um she's she's running i think on the platform of bringing of stability in downey which i think is, is what downey yeah. needs i don't know if anybody would disagree on it, that she's got a voting record she's got a track record of honesty of working you know along with everybody and so forth that should be a really easy one i mean this is a really easy one right on there so you know we so we didn't take positions on it before because we were doing the moderation right. and so forth. So, but I can tell you that I'm heavily supporting uh, Claudia Fermena in the standpoint. I think that that's endorsing her. Right. Uh, I mean, our city does need to. The other two, you know, um, could bring questionable results to us. And now we have a proven commodity in commodity. I shouldn't call a person a commodity, but we have a, a proven track record of a leader there. So. Mm -hmm. That's a no-brainer to me. I don't know about you. I know. I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like Downey's actually lucky that Claudia wants to run for yeah. re-election because I wouldn't blame her for walking away after yeah. four years. You know, she got elected in 2018. Downey's a far different city than it was in 2018. Yeah. And the nastiness that she has to go through, yeah. you know, for wanting, just for wanting to do what's best for her yeah. community. I mean, I... I wonder sometimes why she would want to run again. Yeah. Any yeah. normal person, you know, yeah. you, you know, she has a wonderful family. She has a career. Um, she has a lot going for her right now. She doesn't need to do this. Yeah. I think we're fortunate that she wants to run. Yeah, Eric, my daughter wanted to run for my old uh, council seat, and I really talked her out of it. And uh, because it's really difficult right now when you have these crazy people at the council meeting calling you names. I mean, for the women, they call the, the worst name you can call them. Uh, and I mean, and, and uh, Joey Martinez is one of them on there. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other guys on there. It's just sad. And I couldn't handle somebody doing that to my daughter. I can't handle it doing it to any women yeah. uh, or men, for that matter, and so forth. So, yeah. It, it's, so. It's, you know, that's part of the reason it, it's getting tougher to, to get quali good quali qualified people to run for city council. Because why? Yeah. It's not something that you're going to get rich doing. And so it, yeah. any decent person probably isn't going to want to put up with all that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. People ask me all the time, you know, oh, it, am I sad that I lost when I run? Because I ran in 2020 and, and I lost. And I'm not sad. You know, I have, I have a life. I have a personal life. I have a professional life. And life goes on, and I don't have to deal with all those headaches. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it, when I go into city hall. There's just city hall smell and and city hall things. And then with the people leaving mm -hmm. uh, there, you know, you got a whole change. Well, as a matter of fact, let's break into our next topic. Yeah. You know, you and I just saw our assistant city manager, Aldo Schindler, yeah. just became the city manager over in the city of Artesia. Artesia. Originally, you left to be economic development an assistant city manager in Moreno Valley, yeah. but he came back there, so, you know. Good for him. You know, yeah. Good for him, but it, it's it's down he's lost because, you know, Aldo was here, he was our deputy city manager when Gilbert Levis um, was 
forced out, you know, people saw the writing on the wall and Aldo had to leave. And it's, it's too bad. It shows you the quality of people that we had at City Hall. Yeah. Uh, these were people who were capable of being city managers in other cities, and now we're seeing it. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so let's go into the elections, okay? Uh, well, first of all, yeah. uh, we've always said we're going to recap the city council meeting. Yeah. So let's do that. Last okay. week, city council. There's only a couple of real important things uh, to bring up. Uh, I'm tired for a while of talking about the recall. Yeah. Uh, it got done. Thank you to all those amazing people that, that worked so hard to do that. Uh, and but we have a recall date now. Well, uh, it's January thirty first, twenty twenty three. Special election, right? Special yeah. election only for only for residents of District three, and it's a simple election. If you want to recall Catherine Alvarez, or not. yes or no? Yes or no? There's nobody allowed to run at that point. Uh, so it's not like the gubernatorial race where you had, you know, yes or no, and then if, if it's no, uh, I mean, excuse me, if it's yes, who else? That, that doesn't happen, which I think it helps. I think it's mm -hmm. just, just let's go on her question of her. Right, you know? right, it's very so, focused. Yeah. So is she, if she is recalled, do you know, Mario, when, did, when is she removed from office, and then when do residents vote for a new person? Well, the remove from office, it depends on the county when they certify it. So, I mean, if it's a big landslide, hopefully she'll just walk away at midnight, mm -hmm. uh, which I think it probably will be. Mm -hmm. But uh, technically the county has to certify, so they have 30 days okay. to certify. I can't imagine her actually doing anything in that time period, mm -hmm. you know, from uh, uh, being an elected official. Uh, then, but you know what's interesting is they have all these choices of dates. It can't be the Tuesday after a holiday and all this stuff. But they could have had it like, the 24th, move it up even, mm -hmm. but oh, it's a council meeting night. Well, who cares who if it's a council? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So who cares yeah. if it's a council meeting night? You're having right. people voting and mm -hmm. the, the polls close at seven, you know, yeah. you as council members, you're not there, you mm -hmm. know? So anyways, whatever. But, um, and then our charter's a little bit different in the city of Downey. Uh, unlike the uh, the seat for Sean Ashton, mm -hmm. uh, that they could appoint somebody to mm -hmm. fill that seat, okay? Um, but in this case, under a recall, our charter's clear, they cannot appoint somebody yeah. under a recall. They could appoint them if they resign, if, if she had resigned before this. Yeah. Even if she resigns now, mm -hmm. the, the election goes forward, yeah. which is kind of sad because it's going to cost the taxpayers. Right. When she first heard that they had enough signals turned in, she should have resigned then mm -hmm. and, and spared the city all this money. But, okay, she blames it on me and Rick Rodriguez because yeah. we're landlords in the city. I am not a landlord in the city. She doesn't even have her factual. I do not own one rental property in the city of Downey. I own them in other cities, but not in the city of Downey. I own my home in the city of Downey and that's it. So she claims that it's all about rent control. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous to think that these people, these great people that were out there trying to get her sig signatures, we're out there working for a 2% difference in rent, from 5% to 3%. Yeah. Come on, Catherine, it's, it's, it's silly. Not it's it, not true. I think there's, there's a lot of noise out there right yeah. now. But the, the bottom line is people were trying, working to get this recall vote yeah. because they didn't know that she had a criminal record in yeah. 2020. That's, that's yeah. it. So, so I had on, on Friday, I'm out there in the corner uh, in downtown Downey, and uh, last week, the Downey Beat had posted a picture of her with the marijuana lobbyists, Gene mm -hmm. Gonzalez and Tony uh, Thomas, 
Uh, Gene Gonzalez is a local resident. He's actually a nice gentleman. Uh, owns uh, several marijuana dispensaries in Grove. And it was a picture of them at, um, at the Del Rey, a, a nice place in Pico Rivera. And it's just, and the reason for it, it wasn't because it was illegal, although she needs to turn in her, that she received a free lunch at the Del Rey from them. If she did. If she, if, if, we if don't she know did. if she did. Um, right. We should find out whether she paid for herself, mm -hmm. which, you know, yeah. we don't. She we don't know. Yeah. But, but, yeah, most likely. But, and I asked that to Mr. Gonzalez, and he, he said they were reached out to by her. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, which I, I don't have care one way or the other. It seems legal. My only point was the hypocrisy of her saying she couldn't attend the International Food Festival uh, a couple of weeks ago or last month in downtown Downey mm -hmm. because she didn't have any money. Well, the International Food Festival is free. Yeah. And you as an elected official, you get a stipend of, you know, 700 some odd dollars a month. So maybe you should have saved some of that money to yeah. walk around or just come. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the fact that she's eating Del Rey with marijuana lobbyists. Uh, you know, what does that mean yeah. for the city of Downey? Are you looking to put marijuana in or not? We don't know. It was just suspicious. Okay, so assuming she's recalled on January 31st, when is the next election for her replacement? There will be an open seat until next November. Okay, November so 2023. No, November 2023. Yeah. It will not be, uh, they will not be able to appoint somebody. Mm -hmm. the, so then everybody can run and so forth. And people right. have asked me who and when. I, I'm like, no. No, first the recall. Once the recall, there'll be plenty of time to talk about it. I'm sure right. there'll be plenty of time for people that want to run for that seat. No matter who we get, it'll be a lot yeah. better than what she, she is. is probably going to run. She may run for... I don't, I don't think she can. She if can. she was, I don't think she can if she was uh, recalled. There was some discussion of that, okay. but I'm not 100% sure, okay. but I don't think it, she can on it. So we'll see. Okay. That'll be interesting, yeah. yes. Okay. It'll be nice not to talk about the recall for a little bit. Let's, let's we, just go we, on. We, so, we, have, we have a date in January, and then we'll, we'll you know. So we'll, we'll talk to you in the middle of January about the recall. Mm -hmm. So you get a couple of months uh, off yeah. from us talking about uh, uh, this criminal councilwoman. Anyway, except we are going to have to talk about it with the mayor's transition in December. That's yeah. going to be... Because she's mayor pro tem. Yeah. And, uh, I'm hoping that, that the other council folks on there realize that, and including Mario Trujillo and, and Claudia Fermenta and even Blanca Pacheco and then whoever comes in now. I don't know. Blanca I, Pacheco I voted to make her mayor pro tem. I so, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, in your nice editorial about her, yeah. you didn't even mention that. Yeah. You, it was nice, and all the things were true. Yeah. But you were you were very pro her, but you didn't mention that. Well, like, I'm reading it like Eric. That's, well, that's her one bad fall. That's not enough of a reason for me not to vote for vote for her for state assembly. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. say that. I, I, and, I, and I wouldn't on there. I was disappointed that why mm -hmm. why would you do that? Mm -hmm. And I know we need a mayor pro tem. So it, that it, was it, my. It didn't thing. make any kind of sense. Yeah. It, it goes yeah. back to what you said earlier. I think is don't ask me to vote for something if I can't really vote for what I think is right. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, Nothing's yeah. automatic. Anyways, anyways, so. anyways, okay. So speaking of elections, yeah. uh, thank you for publishing my uh, op-ed uh, uh, op mm -hmm. uh, regarding the propositions. Yeah. We've gotten some comments already. Sure. Some people disagree with me every year they do, but this year, less disagreement. It seems the big consensus among most people, at least the polling, that most of them are going to go down, mm -hmm. except like Prop 1 is probably going to win. Mm -hmm. 
the arts in the school, Prop 28, uh, that's close on there. I think what people are realizing and that could take money away from it, I mean, yeah. everybody wants music and arts from the schools, but it's taken away yeah. earmark a billion dollars from mm -hmm. regular stuff on there so yeah. um, but all the other ones seem to be uh, going down in defeat if you will uh, that's what so, the polling shows so, yeah yeah it was interesting I get I get all these in the mail right so you get all these all these beautiful long things and you know here's a no on prop 27 here's Those are the mailers yes that you get. the mailers yes I'm 27 uh, here's one from the one political party this is Cerritos College that wants us to spend 450 million dollars so there's a lot, there's a lot of money. Consultants that make money on this and everything else on there. You know, we all know that. This is an interesting one from the city of Downey. It's not. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay, and it's in Spanish and in English. Okay, and it just says vote Downey election day, and it tells you where to go and all these other things, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. But I looked at it very suspect because. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell me what to vote on. It doesn't push or anything like that. I get it, but why are we spending money on this on this permit? Mm -hmm. And and my gut is the city of Downey has a, 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 util, a tax, mm -hmm. uh, our hotel tax, transit sure. tax, uh, on the ballot to go up. So I'm thinking that okay, this is a subtle they way. They want turnout. Yeah, this is a, a, a subtle way of doing right. it on there, right? Yeah. And it does on there. So. Um, I'll mention it really fast. It's it's a it's an increase from nine to twelve percent, and and it doesn't Downey residents don't get hurt uh, per se. This is what goes on your hotel uh, that you pay per room. So this is my hotel bill from uh, Washington D.C. last week, right? So the night it's the Washington D.C. hotels are ridiculous, right? It's three forty nine mm -hmm. a night. It's it's just crazy, but there's an occupancy sales tax of fourteen point nine five. So that was $52.18 per night just for that. So when I looked at this 14.95, of course, um, Washington has a lot more issues to, that they need their tax so this right. DC and stuff. But the city of Downey would be, this is going to, I think, 11 or 12%. So right. it's even lower than that. Uh -huh. um, and then we have the two big hotels here. You have the new uh, Marriott and you have, of course, the Embassy Suites. Right. But you and I were talking about a little bit something. Yeah, earlier. so so it's, I, I disagree when you say that it doesn't affect Downey residents. Right. Because, you, you know, obviously we have, you know, we have some people who come into Downey. We're not a big tourist town. But we do have people who come in for sports tournaments or cheerleading competitions or whatever. And they tend to stay at the Embassy Suites. And, and now it's Spring Hill. I get it. But I'm more concerned about the people affected who are living at Rick's Motel at the, the Downey Inn, the small motels sure. that, that are living there, those aren't tourists, those right. aren't business people. Right. Those are families who are living there because they're very close to homelessness, right. because they're, they're, in, uh, they're living in transitional spaces. Correct. And they're people who are maybe not living in their cars and they're, they're renting rooms for, for the week or for the month. Those are the people who are gonna be paying this increase in tax and it's going to be an extra what twenty dollars a night or, or whatever yeah. if they're living in a motel they can't afford that these yeah. are the people and these are downy residents these are people with kids going to downy schools right. i wish that there was uh, a room limit or something i wish this new tax apply or the increase in the tax applied to more of the major hotels right. where they're going to get the tourists or the people that the business right. people more the, the people who can afford it more right. that's my concern sure. that's my and, concern. and uh, one thing we should do Eric is 
if it does pass, let you and I take a look at that and, and go ask some of the council members, can you put some of that money aside in your next mm -hmm. budget for those people? Can somebody apply to those uh, to get small grants on their, mm -hmm. from that because of that increase? Some housing so, vouchers. So, right yeah, now. yeah. With, I'm on. I'm on the board of some nonprofits, and, right. and it, yeah. we we don't see the homelessness that that's here in Downey, and it doesn't always mean just living in a tent on right. a sidewalk. It means right. living a family living in the motel room. Yeah, we have. Uh, I remember working with TLC. I used to be on the board. I know you're on the board now, and you know one of the things that they had looked at was homelessness. You know, we consider homelessness like the gentleman outside living mm -hmm. there on the street, but homelessness is having two or three families in a garage. Yeah. You know, and that happens a lot. We have a whole child here that helps mm -hmm. that, but our school district tries to do a really good job of helping with that. Yeah. And through TLC mm -hmm. is an amazing place. Yeah. But we have we have more homeless kids than I thought at that time, and right. it's kind of kind of crazy. So, anyways, you're right. Let's make so we'll that our charge if it passes. Yeah. Let's yeah. have the, let's, let's nice. bring it up to the city, make sure that they're mm -hmm. looking at that. Yeah, definitely. So, so another one on there that uh, your paper, mm -hmm. Mr. Pierce on there, have a nice half page ad. Mm -hmm. So I know they're a little expensive uh, about voting yes on K. Mm -hmm. You take another position here on the school district on voting uh, yes on K. Mm -hmm. uh, K is a measure of $500 million bond for our schools. Yeah. Would you like to address that? Well, I, I know we, we, we disagree on, on, on our support. I support measure K. I know you don't. And that's, that's great. You know, people, we just want people to be educated and make, make up your own mind. But you had a little issue with the I guess transparency. I, I do, I do. This is a, a full page ad. Half page. Uh, excuse me, half page ad. It's just, that's full when it's full. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, vote yes and K. Schools built, were built a long time ago. Save our neighbor's school. Modernization for it. Every penny here stays in Downey. And, and I got to qualify this because I have a lot of friends in Downey Unified. Um, Downey Unified has been great stewardship of our money. Uh, we have two other bonds already that we're paying for as homeowner, which is part of my concern out there. Uh, and they've done a really good job. I mean, look at our high schools, our middle schools. Uh, they look beautiful. Yes, it helps my property value. Uh, yes, I'm proud. Downey Unified are good people, good stewards of our money. I have a problem with the timing of this. Mm -hmm. Along with the Cerritos College, you got $450 million being asked. Uh, this is Cerritos College, 450 million, and this is 500 million. Mm -hmm. And we went over how much it would cost me, but it's 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 not only me; it's other people. We have mm -hmm. a big senior population here. But having said that, okay, I just thought the timing of it uh, in, on there, or let's finish the one bond mm -hmm. before we add a third on what we're doing. But here's the thing that get gets me: save modern schools on there. Okay, this ad is paid for by yes on K for Downey Kids 2022. Who the heck is that? I went on their website, okay? It doesn't say that, but I can tell you that I almost could bet on this, okay? It's gonna be the architects that are gonna build it, sure. and so forth, and school districts to building school property. That's why we couldn't build the YMCA because it's an elevated cost. It's gotta be extra, extra special, rightfully so. So the architects, the builders, uh, whoever is getting money down the road are the ones that are paying for this to get for done. Sure. They have the, the financial they, interest. Of course, because yeah. the school district can't, you know, here's a million dollars to get, right. you know, they can't do that. Uh, I don't think they're asking a lot of private donors to mm -hmm. do this. So that's the part that's a little, I always think that, 
you're shoving this down our throat. Tell us the truth, then. Peter. Well, that's what happened with, with you know with uh, with the city of Down with Measure S with the yeah. city of Down. That was yeah. really bankrolled by, yeah. by uh, construction firms and architects. Yeah, and that. I'll tell you. So I I was chairman. Uh, excuse me, uh, vice chair. Dave Gaffin was on there. So the original committee, which included Dorothy Pemberton, Dave Gaffin, about the oversight committee, the oversight committee for Measure S. Right. Mm -hmm. So we go to our first meeting and. John Osquey is, is showing us, he was the assistant city manager that just was kind of forced to retire recently. Um, so he's showing us these pictures of, you know, what's going to be built with it. And down below it says, you know, so-and-so architect's mm -hmm. firm, so-and-so builder, and so forth. So I asked the question. I go, by the way, did so-and-so builder there, did they contribute to the Measure S, uh, you know, election and funding for it? And then he gets a grin on his face. He goes, I don't know, Mario. You just might have to look that up yourself. I go, so you're telling me all these ones out that you don't know if they donated to that? Uh -huh. And he wouldn't answer me. But I'll tell you, Anil Gandhi, the city treasurer, uh, their honest man I trust completely with our finances, right away he goes, yes, Mario, they did. So and everybody else knew that on there. Right. So I knew what the answer is going to be, but the fact that John Osprey wouldn't answer it yeah. truthfully and so forth. So again, it just it's just be transparent. Mm -hmm. This here, just be transparent. Right. So let everybody know that these fancy ads and the mailers that we get at home and all the little lawn signs are being paid by somebody that's going to make money. Yes, it's a great idea. But, uh, sure, <laughs> but I, I do want to add though, I, I see a lot of the volunteers though there's a ton of volunteers, and those are Downey people. Those are Downey educators. Absolutely. Teachers. Absolutely. And so I don't want to make it seem like it's just being fun, not funded, but pushed down by... The, the timing The timing is they have some paid walkers, uh, but you're right. The timing and is... And volunteer walkers. And, and volunteer walkers. I'm sure. saying the timing is done by the sure. volunteers and stuff. So, and again, so that's just my problem mm -hmm. on there. This costs a lot of money, mm -hmm. okay? This is done with self-service in mind, mm -hmm. okay? This ad here, the ad, the, the ad, the the the, the, the long signs, yeah. the marketing, the the put it on the ballot, all those things on there are on there. So be honest with it. Ad pay who's yes on K? I put it on their website, and they commented on on some of the social media. And I go, can you tell me who yes on K Downing Kids 2022 with that FPPC number? Yeah. And they kept answering other people. They wouldn't answer me. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> if, you, if you watch the TV commercials. Uh, you know, it, it, it says the, the same thing, you know, supported by whatever, but the ad in there with heavy funding by so-and-so, right. whatever business right. or PAC or right. whatever, and then, TV advertising has it. And it, Well, even other stuff has it. Mm -hmm. All these other measure things, sure. they all have it here. See, ad paid for by, yes, I'm, I'm thinking on there. Featured other uh, Pacheco, uh, Pachanga, uh, group of aliens, uh, funding details, and blah, sure. blah, blah. So this has it. All these other ones have it. Okay, so <laughs> it's like, come on, sure. dude. And I mean, maybe that's the bare minimum le legal, but you're hiding, and that's. But, uh, that's but we don't. Right. I mean, we don't. Yeah. We, we don't yeah. So yeah. and so. So um, going back, we got to finish the couple, two things that happened in yeah. the city council, just because okay. we're for information. Right. Uh, they're doing a parking preferential zone, okay. buffer zone, over on uh, uh, Corin between. Uh, Buckler and Stewart and Gray. It's over there by Stonewood Mall. There's right. a parking problem. Yeah. So they're going to try this, uh, you know, okay. uh, preferential uh, uh, parking thing. So okay. I that was interesting. First it one is. In Can I? I'll give you my opinion. Uh, absolutely. More, more generally speaking. Yeah. You used uh, to live in that area. Right? I, I, I did, and I'm not a fan of preferential parking districts. So what? 
if it basically you need a permit to park on the street. Right. I used to live on Moeller right by Stonewood yeah. and it was it was uh, a, a tiny one bedroom uh, one bathroom apartment. It was, it was my wife and I it had one parking space. It was built in the 50s and obviously we have two cars. We each have a car and so it only came with one parking space so one of us had to park on the street. We had no choice and so when the city passed they passed a, uh, uh, they created a parking district on Shelley Field, and so what happened is I had to park on the next street. It just moves the problem moves over. over. Yeah. Nobody's parking on the street because you want to. It's not because right. we have 10 cars, it's right. we have to park somewhere. Right. And there, there's, there's, there's no easy solution, but in my opinion, when you just create a parking district, you're just moving the problem. You're not right. solving a problem. You're just moving it to yeah. somebody else. Because now, if you live on the next street over, you're going to be upset with all these people parking in front of your cars, yeah. in front yeah. of your house. I have a little bit of a solution. Would be to work out. You know, that's where you get public-private partnerships. That one corner there, that mm -hmm. side of Stonewood Mall. Mm -hmm. okay, of course, it's not used right. after you know sure. seven o'clock at night and so mm -hmm. forth. They, I would suggest they go to them, and, I'm, and I, I know we tried once when mm -hmm. I was on the count. Go to them and see right. if that could be a worked out, mm -hmm. that people could park there, you know, get, get, take off their liability. They're worried right. about liability mm -hmm. if somebody hurts themselves there right. on their property. But, you know, why take on the extra liability right. and kind of stuff like that. So that might be something, because mm -hmm. there you're getting more parking spots. But, right. but you're absolutely right. I think it's going to be, but let's wait and see. Yeah. But they passed it, and I'm glad they... We'll they tried. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see the so results. something else that they did, they adopted the housing update mm -hmm. with a negative declaration for the city of Downey. You have to build so much housing in mm -hmm. the city, okay? And we have a plan, but we don't. It's like mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to say three, four thousand homes. We're a landlocked city. Mm -hmm. um, so when they passed that, it it bothered me because mm -hmm. just last week there's a developer that's been trying to build. 44 uh, units, condos over by the riverbed off of Foster Road, right. and then they're building some other stuff on Woodruff, uh, 38 units. So here's 70, 82 units that they've been for three years trying to build. Right. And they're still landlocked. Mm -hmm. And every time they do something, so they called me out of frustration. Mm -hmm. You know, I forwarded to the city manager, and, and he was open to listening to yeah. it. But you've got you to be, you've got to help. Right. As, a, as a city, you got to right. help on there. So please help these people build housing in if that's what we need because it was, it was the things they were telling me, the things they showed me, right. it's like, are you kidding? You're just trying to put obstacles in front of them. And I feel like that's one reason that we're getting so many more mandates by the state of California yeah. is when you get cities that are yeah. so resistant to building homes yeah. is, you know, we have legislators who think, well, you're not doing your part, we're gonna need to force you to, to do your right. part. Right. And I think I that's it. part of the problem. I get it, I get it. Okay, two more quick things. We're covering the whole city council meeting. We are. We're okay, right. we're, we're here as a public service. Uh, they're two of our residents, we're having fun with it. Uh, the healthcare, the $25 an hour uh, uh, for healthcare workers in the city of Downey. Originally it was a petition to put it on, uh, to, to make it, to do it. The city council voted to do it. Then the uh, opponents, Went out there, got signatures. It's got to go on the ballot. So November 2023. 
20 screens to be. Um, or 2023 20, 20, 2024. 2024. 2024. That's um, uh, what Alex Dominguez reported um, yeah. in, in the paper. Uh, 2024. So it's it's a ways away. Yeah. But we know once we get closer, that's going to be a really heated. That's yeah. going to be a big election, November 2023. Well, the presidential election. You presidential and, yeah. and city council. Or we yeah. have this. I mean, yeah. we're thinking way down the road. I'm already, I'm tired just thinking about so it. So take a breath now for the next 30 days, folks, because then know. it's going to be, you know, my favorite part of elections yeah. is, you know, four in the morning mm -hmm. on my iPad going through. But, you know, these days now, the problem is on election night, you don't know who really won. Right. On, on some of the close races, it takes yeah. a couple of weeks down the road. But it's still, for me, I have so many friends in, in politics, uh, you know, Congress folks and, and throughout the, the state and, and the mm -hmm. country on there that it's fun for me to do as a political person. Right. Uh, but yeah, and there's a lot of people that are, you know, I remember my elections, uh, you know, and I've been on the ballot now four times. Uh, you're, you're, you're holding your breath you right. know, to see and stuff. Yeah, so, and I've mentioned to you, I don't enjoy politics. Yeah. It's, I think some people, you know, use politics as entertainment as a sport and to me, <laughs> I, I, I don't like it's it, I'm involved because it's so important to us yeah. and we need to be involved but I don't I don't enjoy it I just, uh, see know. I do you get to make change when you have a seat at the table and you got to get a seat at the table you gotta be involved I don't know I, I love there's it so much dishonesty yeah oh no I get it well look what happened in LA City Council we know these people were yeah. being thuggish for a long time it just finally until you hear it on the you know sure, on the, you know what thing that got me we weren't even planning on doing this talking about it but Kevin DeLeon right he's sitting there sticking up for Tony Mendoza mm -hmm. Tony Mendoza had to resign in disgrace was right. our senator here Okay, which he actually changed his name, he goes by Antonio now, mm -hmm. he had to resign in disgrace. He was Kevin DeLeon's roommate. Yeah. And Kevin DeLeon said all the right things when he was mm -hmm. in Sacramento. But on the video and on the tape, he's now saying, oh, you know, look how they treated Tony. Yeah. You know, that wasn't illegal, that was just harassment. You know, yeah. just harassment. So I'm glad that the Times called the person that he harassed yeah. and saying, well, I was being one of the ones that was being harassed. Yeah. So you sleaze bucket, Kevin. <coughs> You're now sticking up for the sleaze bucket, Tony Mendoza. Yeah. Really, dude? You know, that resigned in disgrace and then couldn't win his own seat back? Ah. So, okay. so, Eric, we've gone off topic there. We've covered yeah. a lot of things. We hope that everybody gets a chance to hear what, what about our city council. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, you know, elections. We're excited. Whatever they do, you know, please vote for, you know, uh, vote for Claudia. Please, please vote. Please yeah, vote please vote. But I don't have any problem going on the record, and I think that you'll you'll vouch for me on this that we as Talking Downing can endorse Claudia Fermenta. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, I, I certainly am. Sure. Yeah. So we're endorsing Claudia Fermenta Talking Down, especially now that the that with the moderation part was over yeah uh, as a matter of fact uh mr beltran asked me that afterwards and he says he goes you know when i foresaw you guys with the moderators i thought that you were supporting um claudia mm -hmm. and i said to him do you think we were fair he goes yeah. oh yeah he goes were our questions fair to you oh yeah did we handle it professionally yeah. would you have known one way he goes no you guys did good on that yeah. So that was the only. Part. I mean, you know, my integrity means everything sure. to me. So, sure. so I, I just want people to be educated on the issues, and vote for the candidate that you think is best. And I'll, you know, I've been more vocal in in, in uh, letting people know my opinions on who I think would be best or what would be best for, for Downey. Um, but I just want people to make their their honest. Uh,
decision. Just don't vote for just anybody for any common reason. Uh, know who you're voting for. Right. So uh, officially, I think we're voting for Claudia Fermena. Uh, me personally, I'm going to be voting. And I'm in, in that district, and I have a lawn sign now on my front yard. I'm going to be voting for Hector Sosa. Yeah. Uh, just because I know him, I'm not putting down Mr. Uh, Mr. Montoya and uh, uh, Mr. Felix. Uh, you know, you you have to do something in the city uh, right. before you you know you get elected on there. He's only been here a few months. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, uh, or next week. Uh, Who knows? We'll be back soon. We'll be back we soon. do want to thank uh, Financial Partners Credit Union, our sponsor, for making uh, this possible. Uh, you know, we have to purchase the, the mics. We have, um, we have a producer uh, in, in the back, <laughs> we have a camera. And so, so thank you, Financial Partners, for making this happen. Making this happen. And they're part of the community to make sure the community is informed. Yeah. So um, anyway, so we hope you enjoyed this one, this episode of Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.